Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Shabbos. Kaila Shuma Dapam Zan Kichazar Dapam Bav. The Gemara Dapam Bav and Rav were down the sheet of Rameer that how there was an extra fire to burn the Yivar Mutar that weren't burned the night before. The Gemara discusses is that fire Deicha Shabbos the burning of those Yivar Mutar is Deicha Shabbos is Deicha Tum. That was discussed with me and Rav. And the Gemara on the base spoke out that interesting Shaila that there's an Isser to put out the fire on his back. The question was if you take the fire off from his back and now you're using it for the for the Menayra, is it Usher to put it out or not? That was the discussion in the Gemara. Today, the Shem we're going to continue discussing. The Malach of the Keteris, the Gemara is going to discuss exactly how the Kayagad will bring the Keteris on Yom Kippur. Then we're going to have the very interesting Gemara about Kimchis. Uh, Kimchis was Makbut to cover here, and that's the Shuzecha to have Kahan Gudaylam. And then the Gemara Naman Vades is going to discuss different halachas in regards to the kmitz in regards to the kataris. If you have some extra flour which is between the kaingalos fingers, does that have the status of the kaimitz? Is that considered shirayim? That's going to be the discussion on the base. Let's pick up the Hilga Mishnah, that from Zion right now. It says the Hilga Mishnah, it's Eliza Kafe Samachta. The kaingalos will take out a kafe spoon, the Samachta on the pan, which was Lutzerach, the kataris. And you would take out the, a handful, you would stick his hands into the kataris, and you would put that into the spoon. The Gemara and the Havina thinks, which we're going to see, the Gemara, not, the Gemara and the Havina thinks that this machta was the pan of the ashes. The Gemara is going to clarify and say, no, this is the pan of the kataris. So here the Kangada will take his hands, stick them into the pan of the kataris, and put it into a spoon. The Gemara is going to explain why I need this extra spoon. It says, the Gemara, the amount of kataris that would come out would depend on how big the Kangada's hands were. The kind of the Kain Gadol's hands were big. If they were larger, then we have a larger amount of Kataris. If they were smaller, we have a smaller amount of Kataris. And this is the amount of Kataris. We're going to clarify what the statement is coming to tell us. It says the mission, not Then the Kain Gadol will take the pan of the coals. Now, going back, this is not the pan of the Kataris. This is the pan of the coals which we had in the mission before. So we put that in his right hand. And you take the kataris, which is in the spoon, in his left hand. The Gemara is going to explain why the pan was in his right hand and the, cu- and the spoon was in his left hand. It says the Helgi Gemara. The Mishnah here says that now you take out the pan. I asked the Gemara, we just brought down the Mishnah before, there was this pan around. So it sounds like for the Mishnah, they're talking about a new pan. Ask the Gemara, I, the Gemara already brought down before that we had this pan out. Answered the Gemara, and two separate pans. The Mishnah before was talking about the pan of the coals that which we would use for the Kataris. Now we're talking about the actual Kataris, that there was a pan, there's a shovel of the Kataris themselves, and that's what we're talking about over here. The Sanya, like we learned the Mishnah, there were two machtas. There was one machta which was taken out from the Shkalim, and one machta which is full of kataris taken out from the base of Tinas, where they made the kataris. Says the Elgi Mor Vaiter. Says the Elgi Mor, Says the Elgi Mor, Why do we need this extra spoon to put the kataris in, and we use that to put it on this back? The Apostle says that you just take out a handful, or when the, again, a Malay Chafnav is where the Kangal has both hands together, and that is the amount that he, of the Kataris. But ask the Gemara, so why does he need to take, why does the Kangal need to take it out from his hands, put it into a spoon? The, the Pasuk sounds like it can go directly from the Kangal's hands onto his back. So why do you need the spoon? And says the Gemara, we should lay after because there's no other way for the Kangal to bring everything you need into the Kangal's without the spoon. Explains the Gemara why. What should he do? Now, other than I, let the Kangal first bring in this, the handful of Kataris, and then afterwards bring in the coals, but the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says the Kangala only comes in once, so he can't come in twice. Again, the problem is that the Kangala has the Kataris, which takes up both of his hands, and he also has to bring the Machta, he also has to bring a pan of the Colts. So the says the Gemara, he can't come in twice, because the Kataris, he can only come in once. Okay, another option is, hold the Kataris in his hands, and put the pan on top of his hands, on top of the Kataris. 
What's he going to do when he gets into the Kedesh HaKadoshim? How's he going to maneuver to, to get the pan off and then put the Kedesh on top of the pan? Says the Gemara, Okay, I have an option. You, the Kedesh uses teeth. He'll, take, he'll use his teeth and he'll take off the pan on top of the Kedesh and then he'll be able to put the Kedesh with, with the Kedesh to get the calls out. Says the Gemara, Says the Kedesh that's not a functional way, that's not a respectable way that a person would do the Avayit in front of a regular king. Kedesh again, a person shouldn't do that, a person shouldn't act that way in front of a Kedesh Baruch Hu. Says the Gemara, therefore it's not possible. Since it's not possible, that's what we do. Like in the seam that we use, we use a kaf, we use a spoon, and that the Kangala puts the kataris in the spoon, and he has his other hand free for the machta for the pen. Taisa's other Rishayim discuss different options. They, have, they ask different shells. We, we come with a different approach. We should have a machta, which has a very long handle. You can put it under his armpit. Again, Taisa says that's also, that's not there. Covered. Says, the Gemara by Jernatos Machta, you know, it's a kapis mel. Asks the Gemara Yitziva Ba'ara, the Jurish Mishmaya. As Gemara, this is an expression which literally means that the citizens are, are on the earth and the foreigners are in Shemaim, which means the Gemara uses the expression to, to mean that I don't understand we have something wrong with our priorities. The Keteris is the more important thing and the Gechalm, the coals, which is in the pan, is the less important thing. So why, why do we have the Keteris in the left hand and the Machta in the right hand? Lachar, the more important thing in the Keteris should be in the right hand and the Machta should be in the left hand. Answers the Gemara, Zumaruba, Zuma. It says, Answers the Gemara because the Keteris, there's less Keteris than coals. There's, the, there's much more coals. And the coals are heavier, so that's why the kind of needs his right hand to maneuver the coals, and that's why in the left hand we have the kateris. Says more, not just Even if they're both equal, even if the amount of kateris and the amount of the kachalim are the same, still we have the kachalim in the right hand and the kateris in the left hand. So light plugs in most kind of, since in most situations the kateris is going to be less. That's why we have the kateris in the left hand, the kachalim in the right hand. As the gemara kumais to bishwab and kimchas, I what about bishwab and kimchas? When bishwab and kimchas's case, he was so large that there was more. His malichafna was four kavan, which means there was more kateris than kol salacher in bishwab and kimchas's case. We should say that the kateris should be in the right hand. And just the gemara zuchan zutinanis. No, since the coals were hot and the kateris were cold, therefore we want the items which are hot in his right hand, it's easier to maneuver to make sure they doesn't get burnt. So therefore we have the hot the the machta, the pan of the gachom in the right hand, and we have the kataris in the left hand. Says the more now once we mention Rishwam Kimchitz, we're going to spend a few minutes discussing his mother and the gods of Rishwam Kimchitz. Says more that Rabbi Shalom Kimchitz was so large at one time, his mother Chafna was four kav, and he said about himself that that all the women they did a very good thing, which we'll see in one second. But the zerd of my mother, what my mother did, went up to the roof, meaning my mother did something so special, and that's why I'm so large. I am so special. It says the Gemara, what is Zerid Zardu? What's that referring to? Ikadami says the Gemara about arson. Some people say it's referring to this dish. It's very good for a woman to eat. It makes her very healthy. And therefore, he said arson is good for a sick person. And therefore, Stam Muberitz considered a chayla. So what Rabbi Shwabakimchus was saying that many women eat this food. However, my mother ate even more of this food, and that's why I was so healthy. So that's one interpretation of what Zerid Zardu means. It's referring to the fact that my mother was successful in making sure that she got the best Sheikh Wazara for me, that my father gave her the best Sheikh Wazara, and that's why I'm so strong, I'm so special. One pasuk in regards to David says, the Ksiv in the Pasuk is Azreini Chayla Muhammad. One Pasuk is Azreini with the Lashon of Aleph. So he explained the Stira, the seeming Stira in the Pasukim, Amar Dabu Dabu Tzalafin Akash Baruch, Dabu Tzalafin Akash in front of Akash Baruch, Rebani Shalaylam, Zeri Saini, that you have chosen me, Belashon Bayra, that Akash Baruch Kilo was chosen me, that I should be from the best Zara, the Zaratani. And therefore, that's why I was so special, that's why I was so strong. So again, that this Lashon Zarat over here means that Rishma was saying that my mother picked out the best Sheikh Bazar, and that's why I'm so strong. 
I'm so special. Says the Gemara One time he was talking to a Arab in the marketplace. And some Sheikh Zera went on Rabbi Shmuel's clothing, and therefore he was tummy. Yeshev of his brother serviced as the king of instead of him. And And the godless of her mother, that her mother was zeichet to see that two of her sons. Another story that he one time was talking with an officer in the marketplace, and again, some spit came out of this officer's mouth, and it went in Rishmael's clothing, and again, the spit of a non Jew is considered Tommy. So now Rishmael was Tommy, and says, Rabbi Shmuel's brother was the Kayan Godlon, and again, and again, her mother was Kimchis's mother, I'm sorry, Rishmael's mother, Kimchis. Was to see that two of her children with the kind of Gudel on one day. Hashem talk about why in the second story, why don't we have Yeshev replace, why do we have a new brother? Someone suggests simply that Yeshev was Nifter, he wasn't around, or no. Maybe there's this idea that if there's another brother around, we should have the other brother because Rabbi Shmuel would be, would, Rabbi Shmuel would have Chalisha Zadas if his brother kept on taking him over. Says the Hagi Gemara Baiter, Tanar Abanad, says the Hagi Gemara Shiva Banad, the Kimchis. Kimchis had seven sons, the Kulin Shimshu, the Kahuna Gedaila, and all of them were Zechah to be the Kahan Gudem. What special schus do you have that your children, you had seven children, were all Zechah to be the Kahan Gadol? She said back to me, She responded that in my entire life, the beams of my house never saw my hair, meaning I was always mocked to cover my hair, even my house. Um, Unless the Chum responded, Harbu also came along. The Chum responded, many people have done this, and it didn't work. Machlek and Yishan, what exactly does this mean? Some Yishan understand that many other women have tried this Chumar and it didn't work for them, meaning that this Chumar doesn't work, and it must be that there was a difference chus, that your Zechad have, have the children. Other Rishan, the Miri and others learned that, no, Abada, it was this chus, the fact that she was very mock, but to keep her hair covered, even in her house, that it was with this chus that she was Zechad to have the children. But says the Miri, what the, the Chum were saying was that just because with this chus, you were Zechad for, you, were, you had this result, doesn't mean that other people are going to do the same thing and have the same result. HaKadosh Baruch Hu pays different people back in different ways, and therefore, one woman could be mocked on this Chumrah and have, she could be Zechah to have Tremendous Yerushalayim, she could be Zechah to have a, a different Bracha, and another woman could be Zechah like Kimchus. So that's the Machlech is exactly how to understand this Gemara. This Gemara is definitely quoted in some of the later Paiskim as a, as a nice Chumrah for, for Nashim, as a nice Chumrah for a woman that there should always be mocked in their house to cover their hair. Again, whether this is talking about completely uncovering their hair in their house or being mocked with that, that all of the hair is covered, that's a, that's a separate conversation. However, number one, we have to recognize that as the Gemara is saying, this is a, definitely a Chumrah Ba'amah, the Gemara is even quoted as a Chumrah, the Gemara just says that. It was through, possibly through this chos that you were to have kind of gadol. Number two, Rameisha writes in a tshuva that this is a chumra ba'ama, and he writes about his own generation. He says even the kadmanim. He says that women weren't makbed on this chumra. So again, at least you see from Rameisha that whatever this chumra was, women bizman nehem were not makbed. Says Gemara right to Tanur Rabban. Says El Gigmar, the Gemara is first going to discuss the halach of the kmitza, and then try to translate that to figure out what the halach about the kitaris. It says the Gemara Tanur Rabban. We learned in the Brisa, Bekumta, the Pazikas Bekumta, Shlayasa, Mida, Lekaimitz. That Allah is, you're not allowed to make a, a measurement, a tool for the Kmitza. Allah is the Kayan God wants to use his hands, he has to use his finger, and you can't make a tool. So by the Kaimitz, by the Mincha, you're not allowed to make a measuring tool. What about by the Kafina? What about by the Kataris? Maybe over there, since it says Bekaimitz, you can't make a measuring tool. Here it doesn't say it, so maybe you could make a measuring tool. I don't know, it says, Mari, Yalf, Maybe learning Zer Shava. Just like by the Kaimits, you can't make another, a measuring tool. So, too, by the Gitaris, you can't make a measuring tool. Says, Martashim, I'll bring around the Kachas and Midasa. The Mishnah said, Kachas and Midasa. This is the measurement. So, says, My love, the Kharat Mishnah was saying, was like this, Shim, Ratzalas, Midacharis, I said that the Kangada wants, he's allowed to make a measuring tool, meaning we go about for each Kangada, depending on how large their hand was, that we'd make 
a measuring tool based on the kind of hints. So, that's what the Mishnah means to say that you're allowed to make a measuring tool. And it's more light. That's not what the Mishnah is That when the kind of would go inside, then you would pour the pour the guitars from the ka from the spoon back into his hand. So that's all the Mishnah meant when it said kachetz midasa. Says Gemara Shmamina benas. Says Gemara Shmamina chayfim chayz v'chayfim. Do we see from here that when the kain gadol would go back inside, he would pour it back from the kaf back from the spoon into his hands? Is that true? But the Gemara later on will see that from Tessim Sufik about it. So why is the Gemara Sufik if that, that's the shah of the Mishnah? Says Gemara no. Tell us Shemrat's last is mida aisa. Says Gemara no because we're not sure how to interpret our Mishnah. Our Mishnah could be saying one of two things: either that the halach is that when the kain gadol goes inside, he pours it back from the kaf into his hand, or it means that he's allowed to make a measuring tool. But says Gemara. We're not sure what it means, and therefore we don't have a right to either one. Says so Gemara, Inami, or suggesting more. Another Malach to explain our Mishnah means that you should do this exact amount. You should make sure not to have less, not to have more. You should be very careful to make sure he has exact amount of length. Half enough. So therefore, says Gemara, our mission is not a right to any of these seven. Says Gemara Tanarban. Says the Helgi Gemara, continuing discussing the lachas of Kmitza, Malay Kamtai, the Pasuk is Malay Kamtai, when the Kangal brings the Mincha, it says Malay Kamtai, Yachal, I would think, I would think that he should make sure there's a lot, there's, it's overflowing Kmitza, says more time after the Pasuk is Big Kamtai, Dafka, Kamitza, and not more. It says more, Eat Kamtai, if we just say Kamtai, Yachal, I feel a brush, I would think that even just the edge of his fingertips, meaning you don't need so much, you don't need the whole hand. It says more time later, Malay Kamtai, it's Malay Kamtai, Kid Kamtai, and she like people use their hands to take out to measure. Okay, Tad, Chaifa Shalash, it's Baisa, about pieces, yeah, he takes his three little fingers, it's his three fingers, again, to palm his hand, then he takes out the flying water. When you have minchas 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 which means generally the mincha was just flour and water mixed together. But sometimes you have minchas marchashes, minchas marchas, which means that it was already it was baked a little bit. So now you have already a baked item. So now when you take out with the kmitza, what's going to happen is you're going to automatically get you're going to get extra. Says the gemara, moichik begayd levomayl v'atzay katanu mata. So what the kain would do is that he would wipe away with it, with his thumb, wipe away with the bottom thing or all the extra which was there. It says the gemara, this is one of the avoid the one of the hardest avoid in the base of mikdash. That means that this is the hardest of and there's no other hard of Malika, either or other very hard avodas and basic doing malika, cutting, shechting the birds with the finger and chafina, like we just spoke out, also very difficult avoda. Says more no alzuhi ach zuhi me avodas kashim mingdish. Enachami when we said the kmitza was a very hard avoda, didn't mean it was the hardest. It was amongst the hard avodas and basic mingdish. Says like my right and we're going to by Rishon Uzal lebeina beinim shel malay kumtze. What is the Allah when the kain gadol would take out the kmitza? Would take out the kmitza? And he would have some extra stuck between his fingers. What is Allah? Does that have the status of the Kmitza? Or is that considered Shirayim? That's considered that, that, that that's not part of the Kmitza. If it's inside, if you could see from the inside of his fingers, so that's considered the Kmitza from the inside. Has the status of the Kmitza? And the, the flour and water, which is on the outside of the fingers, which you could see from the outside of that's considered Shirayim. And therefore, the the question is, what about between the fingers, Mamish? You can't see my what said that we replaced it the Shaila, that is considered Safik, which Tais is either trying to mask. I don't understand. We asked the Shaila and we answered, oh, we replaced it to Safik. What does that mean? You were replaced the Shaila. So Tais speaks out, at least the one tarot. That when we were we were paishid the shaila that this is going to be the type of question we're not going to be able come, we're not going to be able to come with a definitive answer we have to wait till Mashiach comes. So what should you do with the mincha which is stuck between the fingers? First, you burn the the regular mincha, the part which is between the in the in your actual hand in the actual kengadol's hand. And afterwards, you burn the part which is stuck between the fingers. Yeah, because if you say you should burn the mincha the part of the mincha which is stuck between the kengadol's hands, first, meaning meaning really has the status. It doesn't have the 
doesn't have the status of the mincha, and halachas v'havli shiraim shachas mikmitza, haktar would come out that if you burn the shiraim first, and you're burning, you're, if you're burning the part which is stuck between the kain galos fingers first, and it had the status of shiraim, it comes out that you have shiraim which went missing between the kmitza and haktar. is that if you have shiraim of the mincha and that went missing, the halachas that you're not allowed to be makter anymore. Therefore, says more first you're makter than regular mincha, then you're makter the shiraim. Yachy has to go hashanami ikrikan kol shemani lishmarei v'batakiru as the gemara. If for Chayshish, that the part which is stuck between the fingers has the status of Shirayim, the Allah is that if you, if you bring the Mincha, you're not allowed to bring anything else, you're not allowed to burn the Shirayim. So ask the Gemara, if you burn the Mincha first and then you burn the Shirayim, you're going to have a problem. But the Allah is that once you burn the Mincha, you're not allowed to burn anything after that. So you're not allowed to bring the Shirayim. So the Gemara, we need to break the Mishim and the what you do is, you bring the Shirayim afterwards, you, you bring the parts, the, the Mincha which is stuck between the, your hands, which are Mesopic, if that's considered. The mincha or not, and you bring it l'shem eitzah, which means that you say if it's really the mincha, so now it's supposed to be burnt, and if it's not supposed to be burnt, if it's shirayim, I'm bringing l'shem eitzah. I'm just bringing it that it should be used as wood on the mizbeach. Says Mark, Kedar Blazer, Kavazer said, Sanya Blazer, Amr Blazer said, L'riach michayach yatamayla, avatamayla l'shem eitzah. Allah says you're not allowed to bring shirayim on the base on the mizbeach. You're not allowed to burn it, but you're allowed to burn it. L'shem eitzah. You're allowed to put things onto the mizbeach. L'shem eitzah. That they should be just as if you're just like you're allowed to put one on the mizbeach. So you're allowed to put other things. L'shem eitzah. That works according to the blazer, but according to Rabban, we disagree. What are you going to do with this mincha, which is which you're misubik about between your fingers? Amar Amari. They come to Shmeni. We make sure to hire kind of gudelim that have thicker fingers, that have chubbier fingers, to make sure they're not going to have mincha stuck between their fingers. Says Amar Hashda Aslachi Rabban Zinam. They come to Shmeni. Says Amar once you come once we come on to this akimta that we specifically look for kahan. Him that don't have chubby fingers through the kmitza. So even according to Blazer, we'll say the same thing. Even according to Blazer, we'll try to hire Kahanim who don't have chubby fingers so we won't have this problem. We're not going to have any, not going to have any mincha stuck between their fingers. Because I was today, they more than put down. Continuing the discussion of how exactly the Kangadu would read the Kataris, the Gemara explained that he would pour into a spoon. The Gemara explained why we need the spoon because there's no other way to do it. The Gemara brought down the story of Kimchas. The Kimchas was mocked, but not to, not to uncover here. Not that she was there the seven children or Kahanim would them. So the Gemara the base brought down different shadows in regards to the mincha, in regards to the kid tires. Have a wonderful day, have a wonderful Shabbos.